Cool, guys. Welcome back to the lunchtime drop-in. We've got this very special training, and I say it's very special all the time, but this really is. This is the mindset needed to transform your body and life forever. And what I mean by that is you, you can't put diesel in, in a Ferrari. You can't expect to transform your body forever without having that, that mindset. And when we talk about mindset, I think it can be a bit fluffy and it can it can be a bit vague. So after today, I, hopefully there's some clarity on, on what is actually needed to transform your, your body and life forever. And I think this will be an amazing training to watch when you're first coming into the health and fitness space of like, okay, if I really want to do it, if I really have this vision for what I want my body and mind, my life to be like, what is actually the mindset um, needed? And hopefully it's not just going to be important for you, but it's also going to filter into your family, your friends, your your colleagues as well, if you're working in a, in a team like most people are in the performing arts industry. So let's just work over onto the problems that we can all uh we can all face we can i'll just move my thing here everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face and everybody can have a plan until life gets in the way and completely throws them off track when you're stressed what's the first thing to slip when you're having a bad day at work is it i'm going to get a bottle of rosé is it i'm going to get a takeaway so what's the first thing to slip because normally when it slips it then spirals into like a whole cycling effect and it's very hard to get out of that habit if that keeps happening we're unaware of what's needed to change so we know okay Maybe my weekend eating is um, not quite on it. That's taken me away from my weight loss journey, but we don't actually know the tools needed to change that. So hopefully today we're going to give you some tools to uh, to put in your toolbox um, to, to give you the tools. Is, there a is it a tactical issue or is it a personal issue? Is it a skill issue or is it a will issue? Is it about you not having the tools to take control or is it more like a personal reoccurring habit that keeps coming up or maybe it's, it's a lifestyle issue as well? So again, it's something we're going to talk about today. We're unaware of the possible beliefs that are holding us back from actually achieving our things. We want something, but we're actually unaware of the subconscious beliefs of like, you actually don't think you're good enough to, to get it. So again, we're going to uncover um, that as well today. Mindset shifts are needed. Um, the mindset shifts needed to take the desired action. And something I'm going to touch on today, but a thousand intentions isn't as good as one action. A thousand intentions equal one action. And one action can do so, so much when we've got our mindset in um, in the right place. We have to ask ourselves, question one, to build the very best you, what mindset needs to be built? You can answer it in your own head. You can write it down. You can save it for a rainy day. Question one, to build the very best you, what mindset is needed to be built? Question two, what level of thinking isn't aligned with that? Question two, what level of thinking isn't aligned with that mindset? Question three, how can we work on the gap? So let's just use weekend eating as an example. That's the gap. We want to be building that bridge. We want to be giving you the tools so you can bridge that gap, so you can overcome that problem. So the principles we're going to work on, principle number one, results start 
in the mind. Of course, that's what this training is about, self-belief. And a lot of people don't really believe that they can do it. Let's just take a job, for instance. You're going for an audition. Let's say it's a Hollywood film. How many of you actually believe that you can get that job, that you are right for that job, that, 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 that you are enough, that you are enough to fit into the perfect wedding dress that you want, that you are enough to drop three stone, keep it off forever and, and have high energy and focus with, with family and friends. So self-belief is, is absolutely crucial and we can get to that from the unconscious, um, the, the subconscious, which we'll talk about later as well. The alarm system. The alarm system is really important. Like as a story, my granddad used to want, he wanted to, to pause more. He wanted to take silence more. So he put this little elastic band on his arm. And whenever he wasn't doing that, he would ping it. And that would create a, almost like an alarm system of, of something that he wants to happen. So if snacking is an issue and every you snack every time you sit in the car and it's because you've got some sweets in the car, it can be a bit of an alarm system of the car's the alarm, but you have something else in place. And that would be like a productive coping mechanism versus an unproductive um, coping mechanism. So the alarm system can be really important to shock you back into the thing that you want. Higher self, you know, without this sounding too fluffy, you've got your conscious and you've got your subconscious. The higher self is the thing that, that the person that really knows that you can get there down to journaling, down to meditation and all these like worldly thoughts and anxiety that comes on, which tells us we're bad, tells us we're shit, tells us we're a failure. The higher self doesn't have that. So if we can use meditation, if we can use journaling, if we can use long walks to get more of that higher self back, we're going to be in that driving seat of like, this is actually the mindset needed to achieve results. This kind of anxiety induced worldly or almost conscious mind is not the thing that we want because that's the kind of the ego is telling us that we're shit and that we're, that we should feel guilty. Whereas the higher self is actually going to go, this is what needs to happen. This is the side of us, which is actually thinking clearly. Um, and it, here it is. One action is equal to a thousand intentions. So we can have all the intentions in the world. Okay, I'll start again on Monday. I'll get my salads prepped. I'll do my three sessions a week. Um, but but it's kind of useless unless we can put that into action. So that's when a like-minded community of people that you can lean on, um, a mentor or a coach or someone like a, a group of friends who you really trust, um, having a, a solid plan. All of these things are in place to simply to put those intentions or excuses aside and to help us take action. So the more we can lean on the plan, the more we can set boundaries with friends, the more we can like reach out to our coaches when we are struggling, the more likely we are to, to take action. And the more action we can take, the, the far greater results we'll see in our, in our life as well. So just keep thinking when we have all of these intentions, when we have all of these great ideas, are they actually useful unless we can put them into, into action? And, and more often than not, the, the intentions aren't useful. The action is useful. Win. What is important now in times when we feel lost, when like life, the world is just getting all too much. Then you've got this calorie deficit to think about as well. Then you're getting an annoying message from us saying, have you done your way in? Go back to the question, what is important now? The acronym WIN, W-I-N, if you listen to this back on the podcast, what's important now? And that question will put you straight back in the moment of what's the next step? Let's not think about my 12-week fat loss journey of trying to get into a wedding dress. What's important now? What win can I get now? And it's it's probably just to go and eat that meal prep instead of getting a delivery and, and take it from the fridge. It's probably 
just to go into the gym, even if I, I don't do the whole session. So coming back to the question, what's important now, I think is going to be really useful at times when we feel lost and like, even as coaches feel lost because when anxiety, when tiredness, when will gets in the way, it's very hard to think straight. So the what's important now question is very good just to put us back in the moment and kind of get us back to winning. Principle two, working with yourself and and not against yourself or here it says working with yourself or, or against yourself. Obviously working with yourself is the way because that's creating the relationship with yourself. If we keep saying things like I'm shit, I'm, I've fucked up, all this, that stuff, we're, we're trying to work against ourselves. So if yourself is like really struggling to get to the gym, you've got to be working with that or you don't want to be eating this really healthy, delicious food. You've, you've got to be kind of working with that. Um, and to do that, you want to be separating the person from the problem. And this is really, really important. And that's one of our motto on the Powerful Performer Programme. You've got the person who's amazing, it was absolutely sensational. And no matter what they're going through, then they've got the problem. And it's our job to speak to the problem. And you guys can do the same thing. Like you fucked up with nutrition. You aren't the problem. The problem is something else. And if we can put the problems to one side and then find solutions to the problem, you've cracked it. You've literally cracked the whole thing. Like your whole fitness journey can just be broken down into small problems. You're over here being all amazing and you've just got loads of little problems that just need solutions solving. And if it's coaches to help you solve the problems or if it's yourself solving the problems, it really doesn't matter. But I found it so useful within my journey and with like the acting career with rejection and stuff like that to take yourself out of it and just to look, isolate the problems. How can you find the solutions to the problems? And once you do that, you build like a way better relationship with yourself and you don't have that whole yo-yo of like, I'm shit, I'm amazing, I'm shit, I'm amazing kind of thing. Um, principle two, how are you speaking to yourself? Like, are you speaking to yourself that it's really useful and beneficial to build in that relationship um, with yourself or are you being quite, quite negative? So simply how are you speaking to yourself? And that's going off the conscious, subconscious thing. Like, you can be subconsciously like speaking to yourself or you can be speaking to your subconscious of like being really negative towards yourself. Um, and, and, and like speaking to self with kindness is actually a way of just bringing your higher self to, uh, to, to the world. Principle two, again, productive versus unproductive coping, coping mechanisms. Let's just use weight loss journeys and example again, because it's quite simple, but you know, there's coping mechanisms, which aren't the answer forever, but you've got like, let's use smoking and then a diet soda smoking over a big a long period of time is going to be quite unhealthy diet soda there's not much evidence at the moment that supports like this whole cancer thing that's going out so actually like a productive coping weight loss mechanism might be a diet soda um an unproductive one might be a bar of chocolate simply because of the amount of calories um, in there so look at any of your coping mechanisms and go and go like what's productive versus unproductive one of them might be the whole weekend bottle of wine binge at night because of a really hard day is there any way of using a productive coping mechanism there and having a fake away instead of a takeaway having an un unalcoholic beer a non-alcoholic beer a non-alcoholic a non-alcoholic beer instead of an alcoholic beer which is going to warp your sleep then what, what you eat the next day. So just have a look at all of these coping mechanisms and we all have them and you almost need them in a weight loss journey because 
it's a stressor on the body in your life anyway. So it, it'd be strange if you didn't have them, but just look at what are productive and what's unproductive. And if we can remove a lot of those unproductive ones, you're going to see way more results. What is needed for you at the moment? And here the picture is someone reaching out a hand. And it's really important to set your boundaries with yourself, with family members, with coaches, with your friends. And like, if you need help, speak to those people who you trust. If you don't want someone saying like, are we having a takeaway tonight? You want to be setting those boundaries and it's really hard. Um, but, but what is needed at the moment is quite a nice phrase of going, what do I need at the moment? How can I communicate that to people? We find the people that do really well on this program are the people that are able to reach out and like ask for help and go, I'm fucking up at the moment. Can, can, can you help me? And we really can. Um, the ones that kind of sit quiet and don't have the courage to kind of speak out or set the boundaries are the ones that fall by by the wayside. So a nice little um, hack is just to ask that question, either what is important now or what do I need at the moment? When you have a hurdle, how do you react to it? And that's kind of the alarm system thing of like, let's just say you don't get a recall at an audition and it's quite a rejective feeling. How do you deal with that? Or how do you deal with a really stressful week at work? Do you just open the, the Blossom Hill Rosé and, and go for it? Do you go straight to the pub and have a beer? Do you think, sod it, I'm not going to go to the gym? Or do you go to the gym? Like, how do, re do you react to all of these little problems that, um, that life can kind of throw at you? Um, and the more we can react in a positive way, the more results we'll get. I heard a really great thing the other day that said, fitness makes us more responsible and the definition of responsible is able to respond to life. If we're able to respond to life better, we're going to be in a far better situation. And actually fitness, healthy eating, good quality sleep, recovery can help us respond to life far better. And we can just react um, to whatever life throws at us. Three, protect your time, energy and your values. How do you do that? You want to be looking at where is your capacity and where is your attention currently at? If you know that you're, you haven't got the capacity to go into a tech rehearsal, for instance, because your attention is just on tech, then you don't want to be trying to do the fitness thing at the same time. And um, that's when like the best case, worst case um, comes in. But if you're going over your capacity, if you're doing the kids um, you're trying to run a business, if you're trying to do this fitness thing at the same time, you're also trying to have a romantic relationship at the weekend, all of these things, you might just be, your capacity might just be overflowing and your attention is taken away from what's actually important. So coming back to that in question, what's important now will help you um, to just design your lifestyle and your life and ways around it and go, actually, I can realistically only manage two sessions. I can be in a deficit four days of the week and then I can't really... Um, do any of that so by recognizing where your attention is at and what your capacity is us as your coaches can design your program a little bit better to help you fit your lifestyle so I guess I'm talking about lifestyle really there um, but where is your capacity and your where is your attention currently at uh, principle three capacity leaks and and needs this is kind of saying the same thing if if your job is, is just so strenuous at certain times of the year you might just be, you might be overflowing and you can't do um, everything. So it's just about looking at balancing everything out. Part of the problem for people that come on this program is very simply, 
their life is just unbalanced. And it's our job to balance everything out. And once everything's balanced, you start seeing really great, great results. And as we know, like balance is, is really the key for life. And if you feel that your capacity is leaking and your needs aren't being met and your focus is getting torn away from the, the important things, um, I've, I've lost my train of thought because I thought of a really good thought is you've got in, t- in urgent tasks and you've got important tasks. The urgent things are, shit, got to pick the kids up from school, got to go and get a pint of milk, I've got to go to the dentist, I forgot about that. They're the urgent things that happen in the day. The important ones are the the, the activities in your life that are going to get you the results that you want. Business activities, fitness activities, romantic activities, whatever that may be. You have to find ways of prioritising the important activities and keeping the urgent activities at bay. And to do that, you want to be trying to do the important activities first before your day starts. Because if you try and do the important activities in the middle of the day, the, the urgent activity is just going to take you away from it. Um, and that's when your capacity, capacity can start to leak. Your needs aren't being met. So sim- very simply, try and find ways of really prioritizing those important activities. And you'll find you doing the urgent ones just far, far better. Principle number three, again, implementing the change. If we know what needs to happen, it's about going, okay, how can I implement it? How can I put those habits into place? How can I give myself a very, very simple plan? And when you're trying to implement the change, you want to make it as simple as possible. If a 10-year-old child can't do it, if a 10-year-old child doesn't know that they're going to go to PE class because their trainers aren't, lined out in the day or the meal prep isn't in the fridge it isn't going to happen so when you're trying to implement the change just think to yourself how can i make it so disgustingly simple that when i was 10 years old i could do it and if like even me now if i'm going from like a different phase within my nutrition if i don't have it all lined out if i don't have everything in my fitness pal or i don't know exactly what i'm cooking stuff just happens so if you're like new to this you know, you've kind of not got a chance in hell. So when you're trying to implement the change, try and make it as simple as possible and try and do it every single day. And if you miss a day, go back and try and see if you can get like a streak, a winning streak of of 30 days. And that's when like habits will start to form. Principle four, this is huge. This is absolutely massive. Create a vision that's bigger than your challenges. And in a crass way, if you're just exercising to not get fat, to not get ill, to not be single, to not be skinned and out of work, it's never going to last. You have to be exercising, doing all this marvellous stuff, or even working in a job that you want to create the identity and the life that you want. And you have to step into that identity. And that's really useful because if you think of a a person or a way that you want to be, it comes with a whole roadmap. Okay, what does that person do? They exercise five times a week. What sort of stuff do they eat? Do they prioritize themselves? It comes with a whole roadmap. So here's ways of actually doing that. You've got to be able to cruise through chaos. Um, and, and if you're going back to like, I'm exercising to not get fat, you're like living within the chaos and your identity can't change. Um, so you've just got to be thinking of that identity all the time. Why am I exercising? How is it going to benefit my career? How is it going to benefit my family life? How is it going to benefit me in a, in a social situation? Like, it's quite hard to get your head around, but it's it's absolutely key um, to nailing any form of results I find in your life.
Uh, why is it staying the same not an option? Like if you're exercising to not get fat, sorry to keep using this this um, kind of crass option, um, but you want to be thinking like it's, it, it's not enough. Like why is it not an option for me just to to do that? Why is it not an option for me to, to, to live this same life, for my business to stay the same, for my body to stay the same, for me to keep getting knocked back to not get into the final rounds for stuff? Um, and if you think about it like that, like, why is it why is it not the option it'll give you it can light a fire in and really help that motivation swing in a positive way and um, building and using your support system you obviously have a support system on the powerful former app you have the family chat which is really useful if you want connection of, of any kind like other kind we can link you with people who might want to meet up might want other zooms with just clients all of that stuff but it's important to find your own tribe as well and what we find a lot on this program is when you're getting into this sort of stuff, old friends don't often hold the same value because the, the, the their values aren't the same as you. So part of this process is kind of like looking at, at new friendship circles and, and people as well, or being able to, to set your boundaries. Um, but having a support system and, and people that are in the same vein as you, like-minded individuals, is, is really important to strengthen that that vision, that why um, of going like, because sometimes we can think, am I just a bit weird? Am I the only one that thinks like that? And because we hear it from everyone, you're really not the only person that that thinks like that. So I urge you, if you've ever got a problem or if you've ever got like a thought when you're like, is this normal? Whack it in the family chat and you'll get a hundred messages back of people going, I'm thinking the exact same thing. You know, I'm worried that this bulking isn't quite going for me because I feel that I look a bit soft. Um, for instance, or am I hungry because it's this time of my cycle all the time, for instance. So yeah, if you can use a strong support network, whatever that is of like-minded individuals, you, you'll see you'll see massive results. Principle five, here we go. Stepping into the identity of the person that has your desired goal. And this is the task for everybody. Um, with any form of transformational journey, you're trying to get from A to B. You're trying to get from where you are now to where you want to go and to get to where you want to go you have to step into that person that ends there you have to be that person that let's just say if you want to get 10 percent body fat you want to get really muscly and shredded you have to be that person that gyms five times a day you have to be that person that watches what the at the weekend you have to be the person that prioritizes the fitness you have to step into that identity of the goal that you that you want there's no point saying i want to drop two stone but i'm not willing to binge Friday, Saturday and Sunday at, at the weekend because it, it doesn't add up. And what that will cause you in terms of guilt, low self-esteem, discomfort, it, it, it's really not worth it. It's almost best making peace with it of going like, okay, actually I'm not willing to, to, to do that to look bigger and stronger. I'm going to make peace with where I'm at because I'm really happy, for instance. So it's really worth visioning in your head, like what is the identity that I'm trying to step into? What qualities, what activities, what non-negotiables do they have on a, a daily, weekly, monthly basis and uh, and do that? Um, the Dunn-Kruger um, effect. And this is all based off knowledge. Some people can have like a really low knowledge, but think that they can kind of know it all. Whereas a lot of people can have a lot of knowledge and it kind of simplifies and dulls things down. And both don't really get you the effect you want it's more about like really discovering 
okay, where am I at and where can I learn of people? And I said this other thing um, on social media the other day of like, you can comparison can actually help you with a lot of results because you can question, okay, I want that thing that someone's got. How can I question what they've got and why I haven't got that? And if you question, let's just take the example. Someone said to me, I was looking at loads of people in the gym and they're all bigger than me. They're all lifting more weights. They're all muscly. If you were to go up to all of those guys and say, honestly, what are you doing? What have you done to get that? A lot of those people might say, well, I've taken a cycle of steroids. And from there, you can go, well, that doesn't fit with my values or that does, or I like what that person does and I can take from it. So this, what I'm trying to get at here is, is keep being inquisitive about things. Don't be like, I know it or I don't know anything because that can leave you um, stuck as well. Try and have the right amount of, of, of knowledge and inquisitiveness um, about it. Enjoying the process. This is so cliche, Tom, I don't believe I did it, but it's really true, isn't it? Like, how many times have you worked hard for something, you've got that thing and you've gone, cool, on to the next? Because we love the journey. We love the challenge. We love the um, the climb as it is. So if we can just find ways of being present and enjoying the process, it will make the the, the fuck up times essentially um, less, less painful because they're all part of it. Like you hear so many people say like, fail more, fail more often because you learn from those, from those failures. So, yeah, pure and simply, if you can enjoy the process, we're going to be we're going to be far better off, and that's enjoying the failures as well. What I'd say about failures, if they if the same reoccurring habit keeps happening, then like once is a mistake, twice is a habit. So it's important that when we do fail, we try and learn from that by asking the questions: What happened? Why did it happen? How can I overcome that next time? Because we don't want to get stuck in the the vicious cycle. That's when it can start ruining our self esteem. But we can have new failures and we can learn from those um, failures. We just want to try and learn from them at the time that they happen. Principle five, again, it's stages of the process. We've got our attention. So let's just say before joining this program, your attention was, I, I can't, I'm not where I want to be with my health and fitness journey. The second phase is that integration phase. You come on the program and we look at what's wrong. We balance everything out and you start to integrate what we've set you into your life and you can start to build that lifestyle the third thing is then automatic you don't want to be in that integration phase for the whole of your life because it's going to be boring it's going to be laborious it's going to be hard work you want to be getting to that automatic phase and that's why we keep saying to loads of you we want to get you out of a diet we want to work on the lifestyle we want to work on that automatic phase and show you the fun part we want to show you how to socialize without tracking calories and dropping weight and being able to get your gym session in and that only happens in the automatic phase. So with every every ter, every type of transformation, whether it's your job, fitness, family life, health and fitness, there's three steps to everything. Attention, integration, automation. So if you, you're struggling within your job at the moment, okay, have the awareness, what's going on? What's the problem? Then we find the solutions, we integrate it, and then we automate it so you never have to come back um ever in your life so if you're struggling with the whole fitness thing at the moment just remember that there will be a stage quite quickly one hopes that you can get to that automation phase and like life's about enjoying it it's not about counting calories it's not about challenging your body at the gym like pulling your, your quadriceps it's it's really about enjoying it and part of this program is to help well this should complement your life instead of complicate it um, and the automatic phase of any journey is is really, really fun and exciting.
So to summarize, results start in the mind. You can't put diesel in a Ferrari. If your mindset isn't right before starting the process, you're never going to be able to maintain it for the rest of your life. Is your mindset working for you or against you? And how can you get it to work for you um, instead of against you? Protect your time, energy, and values. And you might have to say no more. You might have to set your boundaries. You might have to risk being ridiculed a little bit, but that's you kind of protecting your time, energy, and values. Create a vision that is bigger than your challenges. That's massive for me. I know I keep coming back to it, but that's that's really important. And um, last one, stepping into the identity that has the goal um in mind so i'd love to know what stood out for you the most if you just kind of say it in your head if you're live on the chat you can feel free to to, to type it in but just kind of capture what we've spoken about and what stood out maybe you might want to write stuff down and um take away and then if there's any questions on any of that then feel free um to uh to let us know but uh but, but that is it and this could be one that you keep coming back to like once a year twice a year like okay is my mindset fixed of, of where I want to go and you can like see the little see the little progresses that have been um have been made so if you've got any questions type them in if not if you want to have a think and then drop them in the family chat then of course and if you're listening to this back on the podcast would love you to get these in the family chat of like watched it or if you have any questions or what's stood out for you the most um yeah get mixed in with the community so you can kind of meet people as well Cool. If we've got nothing, uh, if you want to come on mic and say anything, then feel free. If you've got any challenges aside from any of this, then let us know. Go for it. So, can I? Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> it's, I guess, it, it, it's interesting when you were speaking about making it as easy as possible um, to to get that, like to make a change, you know, and to get that motivation. I, I find that my not wanting to for example do a workout you know just, just it's so strong <laughs> as yeah. in I, I don't know how to explain it it's like you know, when, it. you know when people say just do you know just go and do it don't think about it do it for me like that part of my brain that doesn't want to do it just always feels so much stronger than the other yeah part. what sort of feelings and emotions come up within that moment can you put a finger on it is it when, like yeah like the, when you think okay, i should work out what's what's coming up in that moment is it like the, the dread anxiousness yeah. the fact that you got to put yourself through the pain yeah the 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 time and the and the pain and the you know getting out of breath and the, yeah. the whole everything that just comes with 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 that and then it's strange because obviously then when I do it I feel so much better but it's like my body doesn't remember mm. after every single workout that I I know I feel better but it never remembers that I feel better until I do it so here's what I think we need to do at the start I think we need to drop down the intensity of the workouts just to drop down the barrier to, to entry of like okay this is going to be hard and I don't really want to do it, but I know that I can do it and I'm and I'm going to want to do it. I find that there's a lot of resistance for me if I know I'm about to do something that is way outside of my my ability. It's almost like I, I cannot face going doing, you know, 
four leg exercises back to back out of street. So one hand, it might be important for, for us as your coaches to drop down the intensity just to bring make it a little bit easier for you. And with that, there's a cross between like, we want to still challenge the body, but it doesn't need to be 10 out of 10 intensity all the time. If you're working at a seven out of 10, if the workout's feeling like a seven out of 10 at the end, then then you're that that's right. I think there's a common misconception that it needs to be 10 out of 10 hard all the time. And actually that's the wrong way. That's just going to burn you out. So I think we can do our job there to, to make that a bit easier for you. And then we've got the whole, like a lot of people think of the obstacle and I find it easy to think of like over the obstacle. So like mm-hmm. think about, instead of thinking about how hard the workout is, think about how great you're going to feel after the workout. So that's one thing because that helps like, me get over a lot of barriers of like when I had an operation who likes operations so nervous about my first operation of like thinking okay but it's, it's going to allow me to do this this and this in my life like it's really important keep focusing on the the positive of how it's going to benefit you yeah. um, because then you'll just go over the hurdle without the hurdle feeling so big because you'll be thinking about the positive so that's one thing as well and also try the whole reward like you want to be rewarding yourself after it most people's rewards often contain calories but if (laughs) you can have a reward that isn't a calorie you know let's just say you hit three workouts every day for 30 days you're going to go and treat yourself to the most amazing two-hour massages and your family are going to be okay with that because that's your reward so setting little rewards can be just a little layer of of accountability of, of what you can do on your side of things but then i think for us we can change that that barrier to entry of like if it's just so hard for you nobody's going to do it like because your body's essentially like carolina you're trying to kill me (laughs) of course i'm I'm going to resist it yeah no that that actually is very interesting it's almost like tricking yourself also into you know if you think okay maybe the work okay this next workout is actually all right you know it's only a few uh, Mm -hmm. pull-ups and 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 actually tricking yourself into into just going into it thinking it's not that bad then actually yeah. it might, might work and i think even if you step into it and go like i'm i'm going to give it the best that i can my best might not be as good as it was last week but if i don't make the whole 30 seconds i'm going to come out and stop after 10 seconds and when i have a rest i'm going to go back in like at least if you if you're trying so you can actively bring down the intensity yourself of going i'm going to press the timer stop the timer i'm going to have longer rest um and I'm, yeah. I'm this set because I don't want to oh. do it, and that's fine but at least you're yeah. there you're practicing the habit of doing it and moving your body you're still going to get the endorphins afterwards and all that sort of stuff so I think the overall answer is we can bring down how hard the exercise is and you can also do the same as well um from there the habit gets built of actually I'm going to push a bit more and then you actively choose to to progress and challenge yourself rather than like the workout just whipping you out your ass every time you know yeah. Thank you. Pleasure. Sweet. Well, let's uh, let's leave it there. I hope it was useful. This is going to get on the go on the lab if you want to watch it again, and we'll put it on the podcast um, now. But I hope you have a, a great week. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, whatever you're doing, speaking to a wedding planner here. Wow, the queen of <laughs> Valentine's right there. Amazing. Um, but yeah, have a good week. Have a great weekend, and we'll, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Tom. Right. Bye. Okay. Bye bye.